the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Love Never Fails Radio. Love Never Fails. Inviting you to join in the fight for love. There are millions of people who are trapped in modern day slavery. Take a stand to do something against this injustice. Join the fight against human trafficking. If you truly love, set the captives free. Each week, this program sheds light on the needs of vulnerable people in our community who are impacted by human trafficking, homelessness, addiction, and abuse and celebrates the work of those who are meeting them right where they are and expressing to them that they are precious, valued, and loved. Our goal is to see this radio audience move to compassion demonstrated in acts of service, generosity, and gifts of time. Now here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, founder and executive director of Love Never Fails, Vanessa Russell. Thanks and welcome to Love Never Fails Radio. We are in the studio today with one of my favorite people, Pastor Larry Austin, also known as Play. Play is a passionate servant of Christ who lives out his calling as a local pastor and an international urban missionary. Uh, Play was called to the ministry uh, on March 21st, 1995, as he was seeking a professional football platform. And since then, by the grace of God, he has served the Lord and his kingdom as a preacher of the gospel and Christian rap artist. He is the pastor of Elevate Gospel Outreach in Oakland, California, and travels with the hashtag All in Nation um, International Outreach Ministry, which uses music to evangelize the hurt and mobilize churches to fulfill the mission of Jesus. And he is also married to his high school sweetheart, Michelle, and the father to three beautiful daughters, Amani, Brandy, and Faith. And um, boy, oh boy, am I a huge fan of this family and of yours. Pastor Larry, great to have you on the show. Vanessa, thanks for having me back. Um, it's been a blessing. I think it's a great time, too, because I think I was just getting started with this part of my venture last time we did an interview. Yes. Um, almost five, six years later, we've got some fruit on the vine, and we can talk a little bit more about what God has sent us out to do. Yes, yes, and boy. So, so you know, I've had the opportunity to just watch you um, you, you know, in, up close in person and over Facebook, um, just go out there and hit the street literally on a daily basis. And I call it, you know, as you know, the way that I refer to what you do is refreshing the streets. You know, you're pouring out fresh water, Holy Spirit water on the streets. And, and you know, for me, I know this, I've told many people this, when I get out there, and I'm with the people. I it is like my place of joy. It is my place of. I feel that I have I have found gold on yeah. the street, and I yeah. know that you you feel the same way. And in that way, we're so connected by God, and and I'm so grateful to know that there is a one that is out there. Um, it just just pressing into the people into the heart of Christ for people out there. And so, you know, I want to start, first of all, I, I wanted you to know that, you know, I, I've said it to you many times, but I, I always have to say it again. Like I, I am so, I'm a huge supporter of what you're doing. And um, I want to, I want to talk about that beginning, right. In 1995, yeah, um, yeah. you were, you were pursuing a career in football and, you know, let, let's let's open that up again, because there's some yeah. new folks that are now tuning into our show. And I want people to know, like, how does this kind of ministry get started and, and what you know, where has God taken 
play from yeah. 1995 until now. Tell us how that started. Hey, man. So, I mean, I, I, I made it to college on a football scholarship. Um, and that in itself, without me being in a relationship with God, God's handprint was on it in such a way that without me serving or surrendering to him, I knew I made it because God was on my side. I come from family people who believe in God, but it wasn't personal with me in, a, in an adult way, right? In a grown-up way. It's just I had to go when I was younger. I got a context. And so I'm coming out of college and um, trying to go do what my whole life had been built towards doing, playing pro, pro football. That's all I wanted to do. Got hurt in high school, college, once got a scholarship, made it through all of that. And here I am at the door, right? In Sports Illustrated as a possible pick from a smaller school. My story is kind of in some people's minds. And I'm thinking it's going down. I believe God has brought me to the door for this very purpose. And I'm at the door and it, a lot of things take place, but the door doesn't open. But the door opens with a way that I'm sent to uh, a tryout kind of thing with the Niners with a Christian roommate who tells me before we try to go do this thing that, man, maybe God got something more important for your life than playing football. And that, I went home with that in my register, right? Like that knocking at my heart, even though I'm still looking out another window. I don't want that. I really don't want that to be the call because I think God just want me to go to church. But that call arrested me, closed the football door, opened the door to the kingdom. And I heard God really tell me, like, I watched you pursue that as if your life depended on it. I watched you sacrifice, discipline yourself, put other stuff to the side so that you could do what you wanted. And he says, now, I want you to how we say in the streets now, keep that same energy. But let me show you what I want for you. Let me show you what I actually create, what field you actually um, I want you to play on. Right. And so I think that was kind of the doorway that called me out in 95 to a new world. And I saw God show me a glimpse in the beginning of what you were looking at to be great in. What I'm showing you is greater than that. Now, I couldn't see details. I felt in my soul, God has called me to do something superior. So it allowed me the grace to lay football down and kind of not. Look back, and I ran forward with this vision of God going to make my name known. Like I tried to be used football to do it, and so God got into my story and made it into. That's when the rap ministry picked up, the platform picked up, and He let me walk through the church, almost seeing. Do you want me to be that? Okay, you want me to be a pastor? I'm a youth pastor. Like I saw myself get roles, do work in the kingdom, and God use it in real time. But it was always felt like passing through. I'm like, nope, don't stay there. Don't stay there. And I always had this relationship with people in the streets, get on the bus, catching bars. Like I had a way to talk to them that was like they didn't feel weird to me. I didn't make them feel weird to me. And so there was a communication. So that was kind of my sideline passing through life. I put on my first music project and I'm trying to catch us up quickly, but our first music project, this was 1997. It was called The Prophecy. Listen, it was a tape. Mm. Somebody drew the album cover for me and we had just talked about the theory of the concept was I wanted like Good Times photo. Mm -hmm. I want a lot going on on the streets. And what his vision was that he gave me, the actual album cover The Prophecy was me standing in the middle of 98th Avenue with my what? hands to the sky, power coming down, me laying my hands on somebody who was kneeling down in the streets. You see, you see those who are in human trafficking over here. You see somebody buying drugs over here. The dope. You saw the scenery of the streets, and this is when I put my first tape on. Wow. Like, I had no idea that this was a prophecy. <laughs> I had no idea yes. like, this is where you're going, right? This is where you're going. And so my life, I feel like as we stand here today, I'm in a movie. I'm in heaven's movie <laughs> that's called me into God's story. He made me kind of an insider enough to follow him, right? Like, I didn't know where it's all leading, but I'm going to follow you into the unknown, knowing you called me to go. And I have looked back and I'm watching God has built a life giving me a family, giving me a ministry, giving me some integrity about his mission that people have just watched it. Like, put your head down, no stardom, no fans. You work, me and you in dialogue, and I'm going to tell you where to go, and I just want you to show my heart. This is what God told me. Just be faithful. Just be consistent. 
I don't need you to be great when you go down there. Maybe some days it feel like you didn't do nothing. But I ain't coming to show my love, and my love ain't bells and whistles. My love is every day, no matter what you're going through. I see you the same, and I want you to know how I see you. And that's what God wanted me to communicate. So that's what brings us even to this moment. Woo! Oh my gosh, that just, I'm telling you, I'm like, I'm, you guys, if you saw me, I would, you'd see me rocking. I am so encouraged to see God, um, speak something over you. You willingly go, you know, with a send me, with a send me and to be, I love what you said because Sometimes, you know, in this life, we, we, we can get caught up with the performance spirit that we need to show up and, and we need to look fancy or we need to be famous or we need to, you know what? But the main thing is to be faithful, right? <laughs> to be faithful, to show up every day because every day disappointment shows up every day. Um, suicide shows up every day. Addiction shows up. They don't skip a day. Uh, but right. But you, you get to come and be the representation of Christ, which is he's he never leaves us or forsakes us. Right. Oh, my gosh. Oh, you got me pumped. All right. We're going to take a break. We got to take a quick break here. We're going to come back. And I want to talk about hashtag all in nation like what is that uh pastor moo i know you're out there with my sister erica you know uh ronicky you're doing it out there and i i want to hear about what is this movement that god is doing now that has that that has taken that that prophecy even further so we're going to come right back and thanks for listening to love never fails radio For more information on this program, visit loveneverfailsus.com. That's loveneverfailsus.com. We'll be right back with more right after these messages. Trash bills weighing you down? At Case Industries, we specialize in lowering waste costs and providing trash consolidation and compaction services for multifamily properties, condos, and commercial shopping centers. Let us help you reduce operating expenses and increase property NOI. Case Industries, saving the planet, saving you money. Contact us today for a property trash and recycling assessment online at caseindustries.us or call 510-566-4223. That's caseindustries.us or call 510-566-4223. Case Industries, the property manager's friend. Hi, I'm Sandra Herrera, CEO of Case Industries. I've found that many employers are looking for ways to help the community but don't know how. I encourage you to consider supporting Love Never Fails as a corporate sponsor. Love Never Fails offers all the resources necessary to help young women and men overcome the trauma of exploitation and abuse. And that's why I'm proud to have Case Industries supporting Love Never Fails Radio. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. Now, here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, Vanessa Russell. And welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. We again are in the studio today with Pastor Larry Austin, also known as Clay. Again, a local pastor and uh, leader of an urban international mission. And he is just doing some amazing work, not just in the Bay Area, although most of his, you know, his ministry is in Oakland, but he's been in Carson City. He's been going throughout the nation doing urban missions uh, and missionary work. And that's all under the umbrella of Elevate elevate gospel outreach. And so I wanted to talk before we talk about all in nation, I just wanted to touch on that. You know, I had the opportunity to meet you when you were pastoring over at Oakland city church and uh, there with your wife, Michelle. And I know that Michelle is still on staff there, but there was a launching of you to go out and launch elevate gospel outreach. Tell us a little bit about how that worked. Hey, man, first of all, I'm so grateful for Oakland City Church. Uh, my brother in ministry, Josh McFall, um, in 2010, we began conversations um, about Oakland City Church, which is an amazing church um, in the Oakland area. Um, and the goal of the church was to bring two pastors that look like Oakland. You have black, 
You have Caucasian coming together to say, man, because of Christ, there's no division. We're going to bring the heels down. We're going to bring the flats up. And we want to kind of speak a common language to both communities. So that's how Oakland City Church started. And I was there for about five years. And because of how God wired me, that was moving. And it felt like almost my season was done. And I was being called as the outreach pastor. And my whole goal was, what what is the church doing out in the community? So that was always my vantage point. And so I felt coming back into the church preaching about what was happening that it was almost like they hear you and they celebrate it and they'll support it in different ways. But me singing up close made me be like, I can't see this and just sit here knowing what I just saw, knowing the gospel we preach, the God we believe in, the hope we have in our city. I've got to go out. And so God led me to a place of just kind of hearing him in a new way. And I went into juvenile hall just to volunteer. And that's how God just got me connected to giving myself away. Listen, bringing the music back. Music for me at that time was just a sideline thing. It was something that was like, ah, I do an acapella verse right before I preach. It wasn't something I was like, I'm a rapper right now. I'm older. <laughs> I just celebrated my 48th birthday, right? I just celebrated. So it's like, let the youngsters have a rap. I'm done. But God, when he sent me in the juvenile hall that day, I, I, didn't, I wasn't supposed to talk. I was just supposed to be there to see how it goes and then we'll meet, get my schedule set. But that day, the chaplain said, I got to meet somebody at the gate. I'm going to just let you lead the study. So without having nothing to say, I had something to say. And so I opened my mouth, started talking. A couple of acapella verses later, an hour and a half had passed. And I had saw God give me not only their ears, but their hearts. And I walked back to the car and he said two things. One, who's going to pastor them? And he wasn't talking youth. He was talking their that, their story is your story. You are them. Grace don't get you. So, and I need the trumpet. They're not coming to where you are. Oakland City Church, great church. They're not looking for it. If you invite them, they come. They may not stay. It's not for them. But I'm for them, says God. And I don't want them to come to me. I want to go to them. And so he put it on me. Like, not only do you got to go pastor in that area, you got to get back on the music. The portal opened up when the music began to communicate my love in a way that they can hear. If I'd have went in there and just did scriptures, I'd have been telling the truth, but not to them. <laughs> but right. And it to them in a way that matters. And I saw God use it. And then it was a while of just being nervous. I elevate gospel. I always got born. Like, go out there. Mm-hmm. $3,000. Go yeah. get lost. Go figure out what God is telling you to do. Now, that's a rare thing to not have a plan, a bullet points, just to have a conviction and a burden. And then to say, I see it, I feel it without even knowing it all. Go figure it out. And I got lost in the city of just food and music on street corners at various moments. And even if it felt like sometimes I was just background music, God said, this is what I want to bring. Mm-hmm. I cannot let the devil do all the talking in my children's lives. When they get off the bus, while they walk into the store, while they go into the park, I want him to overhear something that he, he don't hear on Sundays because he's not going to a church, but I will bring the real church right amongst them. So elevate gospel outreach was this goal of saying the gospel is too low in their lives. They heard about John 16, but they haven't heard it come in their direction after them. And so I want to go in their communities and elevate the gospel that they might they might see it, that it pertains to them. It's not for grandmama. I thought that. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, and your point, you're touching it. So I asked my kids and, you know, they're PK, they're dragged to church, they gotta go, right? When we be pre, pre-COVID, they, they, it wasn't no, it wasn't no option. Right. But, you know, I, and they love, they love the Lord. But I asked them, you know, how come it's so hard to get you to like, why is it that there's this draw towards uh, the things of the world, towards wanting to get on IG, towards TikTok, and not to towards wanting to to be in the Word? And you know, they told me honestly, and I I checked it out with some other youth just to validate it. You know, we have a twelve year old, thirteen year old, and I checked it out, and I, and and they, you know, it, it's true. They said we see God as a God of rules, yeah. you know. Uh, a God of, 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 of I've got to get to a certain level for you to hear me, for you to see me, for you to love me. 
I felt like, man, is that my doing? Am I making it too rigid for you? You know, am I not talking enough about this God that loves you as you are, that meets you where you are, that is someone you can, he can, you can cry out to and, and will hold you. And, you know, when, when you're afraid and, and, and that to me, I think is the shame um, that ha- is happening. And, and I'm saying this to you as a pastor, right, as right. a leader of, you yeah. know, of, of our youth ministry and of our, uh, you know, church with my husband is that sometimes, and I think we do a pretty good job at New Hope, but, mm-hmm. you know, and I think Oakland City Church does a good job of being real and right. being loving and reaching. Right. And yet we're, we're sometimes challenged yeah. um, to, come out of that formal way, mm-hmm. you know, or of just the way we talk, you know, we even talk in like my husband is he, one day he, he relieved me of something. Cause I always felt like I had to say things with, you know, Philippians four thirteen says mm-hmm. I can yeah. do all things through Christ who strengthens me. No, I can just say, you know, God is strengthening me and I know I can do it. And I can oh. say that to a child and they don't even know I'm quoting out of the scripture, right? That part. That part. That part. That, that's, so that's we freedom. gotta get better at that, don't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just talking real talk to real people in a real way. It doesn't have to be church talk, right? It yeah. can just be conversation. And I think that's where a lot of people get lost in that, that we put so much seasoning on it. We make it so clubbish. So you got to be, it almost like you got to graduate into this to know this kind of talk and even get on my level. But Jesus condescended. He came down. He used day language. Y'all farmers, let's talk about the kingdom of heaven is like, right? He used that language to talk to his people. So I think that's what the church needs more of. I think that's part of what God is doing with the COVID. Right, all things work for good, even with the COVID. Unfortunately, it's a negative side, but he's calling the church out to look outside wow. and earn and look at the world that I'm looking at every day, and let's figure out how to go talk to them. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Let's, this is not an academic experience. This is a movement of the spirit of God, and <sighs> we've got to, you know, we have to lend ourselves to it. We've got to give up all of our. You know, the Bible tells us about, um, you know, that that he uses the foolish things to shame the wise, doesn't he? So we, man, we got got 10 seconds, but that word you said, lend yourself. Oh, we got to come back to that because that's okay. (laughs) Yes. Okay, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back again. I'm sorry we didn't get into All In Nation. We will get into All In Nation. We're going to get into this uh, this large mission that that is under this umbrella that, that God has, has given to play and all the people that have he's called to it, to the vision. And so we're going to talk about it here and as we come back. And thank you for listening to Love Never Fails Radio. To join in the fight for love, visit loveneverfailsus.com. Don't go away. Love Never Fails Radio will return right after these messages from our sponsors. This is Dr. Miluna Fausch. I am honored to serve on the advisory board of Love Never Fails, where each voice matters as lives are restored. Thank you for your support. Let's face it, you are making a pitch for something every day. Your verbal communication skills are the key to your professional and personal success. My company, Pitch Perfect Presentations, trains executives, management teams, and startups in delivering consistent, effective, engaging presentations to today's diverse audiences to rev up sales, attract clients and fans, and secure funding. Visit PitchPerfectPresentations.com to schedule your complimentary strategy call with me today. That's PitchPerfectPresentations.com, PitchPerfectPresentations.com. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action 
and love those in your midst. Now, here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, Vanessa Russell. And welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. We again are in the studio today with um, Pastor Larry Austin, who's also known as Play. He's a servant of Christ. He's a local pastor. He's an international urban missionary, just doing big things for the Lord in our community. And we're talking about his um, ministry called Elevate Gospel Outreach and also this uh, international outreach ministry, All in Nation, that has been birthed out of that, that is just doing some incredible things. So I wanted to share with you, I thought about you over the weekend because my husband and I went to minister to Carson City Church. in Yeah. And I was like, how, what's going on here? And we got invited up. Uh, my husband, um, you know, we're a new Hope Christian Fellowship is part of Foursquare denomination. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and the he, he was asked to minister at a men's convention or conference last year. And some of the men from that went to Carson City Church. And so they invited him to come and do like a like a men's retreat this past weekend. So we went up there together and uh, Pastor Chris and Vanessa, um, who a uh, white, who are the pastors there, they um, they were talking to me about, you know, what's going on there in their community. Why did they start telling me, Pastor Larry, about Mountain House up there? Because I live in Mountain House in San Joaquin wow. County. Okay. They were okay. telling me about Mountain House in Nevada, yeah. it, which is um, basically it's a, a town of brothels. Mm-hmm. And they, you know, and as soon as they said that, I was like, I'm coming. I'm coming yeah. up. I'm, I'm, I'm coming to do outreach in that mm-hmm. town. And I just want to pray with the girls. I mean, and the guys, I just want to, I just want to love on them. That's all. And uh, I immediately thought of you and I was like, so when you went up to Carson city, where were you at? Just, just break this down for me. Cause I had no clue. Yeah, Here's the beauty. Carson city came about. We were at um, Carson city boxing club. Jim was the foundation. We met me and Mike Peralta, who's the owner and leader of that Christian brother who's dedicated his gym to God, see each other on Facebook. And he was playing some of my music while he was training one of his classes and tagged me. And so we just made a relationship. And before COVID, I was like, I got to come out there. We're going to do a concert revival in the boxing gym. So we went out there maybe like COVID happened and stopped us and it got back on. So we went out there maybe like early, late May, early June. We did it. And what we saw from Carson City in the gym, people came from different churches, different places, and a fire got started, right? And they said, you guys got to come back and with the full team. Because I just came like a light team, myself, Erica, um, and somebody else went down there and we did a small, and we saw them at a park. Yeah. We saw a couple when we did the outreach downtown Reno on that Carson City trip that was from Carson City. They came with us. And as we're leaving, God gave the evidence that the transfer had been made. Husband, wife, praying on the streets for somebody who had been hanging around the outreach we had did. They were closing in prayer. And as I closed the van door, God said, what I put in you, I just poured into them. And now that team, they followed us up to our outreach in L.A. They come up to the Bay and done outreach. They're actually coming back this weekend to help us with a project we got going on. But we saw their lights come on in Carson City. And there in that city, there was a spirit of racism. We know what we're dealing with in the world. It is coming to our level. We didn't know. One of my brothers, and I'm sorry I'm going on the rabbit trail, but I think this is how mission happens, right? Yes. like. Sean Weber, who's a minister, him and his wife, Maria Weber, they came together and they're doing outreach in the city now. And as they're doing outreach in the city, um, they are finding more and more people who are now coming out of the mountain houses and now trying to find their way. And so it's all kind of interconnected. But I watch them become catalysts now, awakening in this city, watching on the wall as the church to people who are not in a churchy experience but need to hear about the love of God. And so we're just watching God and I'm seeing y'all go, this is full circle. We're going to have to go oh, back. Oh, something's happening. And, and, and let me tell you, something else is happening because I've also been invited to go down to LA on the 26th of this month. See this? See this? On the 26th to pray at Azusa, right outside of Azusa to pray for the nation about human trafficking. 
And there are going to be 23 sites that are going to be praying at the same time as part of, as part of Pastor, Pastor Cyril and Janina Ryan's ministry, redigging the wealth of revival. They're doing an event that is nationwide on the 26th. And so I'm going down there. And I have in my heart that I want to go over to Skid Row right after I'm done to go minister to the people. So I'm like, what? You got me going. Okay. She has a tent set by God, has houses, money. She lives on Skid Row with the intention to shepherd the community. That's our connection at Skid Row. So we're going to get you connected. Wow. Because, again, I think we've been called to minister to the hurt. We've had different ways of having to taste. Remember what Jesus was. He was a faithful high priest because he had been touched by the feeling of our infirmity. So God, in his wisdom, Mm. has touched us with some of the hurt out there in some personal ways and now opened our hearts so that through our hearts he can reach into those places with the very real love of God for people who feel excluded, who feel like, I know I can't go to church. The church, I know I'm out of, but to have the real God come where they are, that's that's revival by itself. Like, I know that's And he can't here. He didn't make me come over there and clean up. He came while I'm still like I am. And yes. remind me of, and that does something in me that makes the outside start wanting to get in line with what I feel on the inside. That's what salvation is. That's it. Zachary, oh. just felt it. He like, you know what, Lord? I'm through with that. <laughs> you didn't even talk about it, but I'm going to talk about it, Lord, because I know something inside and changed since you came in my life. And now yes. I'm alive. That's, That's it. That's it. And, and 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 it's so crazy to me that God had you go to Carson City. I'm like, what am I doing in Carson City, Lord? There, there's something going on here in this city because here play is up here, and then my husband gets called, and then I ha- he I was supposed to be in Florida. Okay, I already had my trip booked, everything, and it got canceled. And my husband said, "Come with me because." We didn't have the kids, so we went up there. We got it was it was such a blessing, and I said, and I saw a vision when I was up there, and and then when they told me about Mountain House, I said that that's it. I'm coming back up here to minister to these people that live in this city. There's one of the echo, and I think part of this, and this is God, right? We're talking still all in nation. We're still talking elevate, right? Because that's what yeah. we're doing, elevating the gospel. But yeah. with the Carson City, it was predominantly a Caucasian community. Yes. And God would send up African-Americans right. to, to the body of Christ, use us in a degree. When we were leaving the second time we went back, a younger sister, probably 25, Caucasian sister, she comes up and asks me and Pastor Moo, can I pray for you guys? She was thanking us in the prayer for obeying God's call to show the beauty of all of God's creation in her prayer. She was talking about the African-American community. She apologized for ancestral kind of, you know, what they did to our ancestors, praying for new pathways, new doors. Wow. Now, I didn't know. My brother Sean had always been talking about politics divide us, race divides us, and he was always talking about it in such a way it was kind of like, I hear you, like, you really on that bandwagon, but I didn't know what he was saying. Like, yeah. there was a spirit out there in Carson City of division mm-hmm. and racism, and so oh, God yeah. kept sending us up there to penetrate that. African-American people anointed by him being used to help our brothers and sisters, Caucasians, see God use us and have all the walls torn down. Torn down. For us was we went out to dinner. Half the team goes to dinner, half the team stay at the hotel. There is a conversation happening in the restaurant where they let some of our Latino folks who were on the trip with us sit down, but some African-Americans, they may wait outside. And so it's kind of a racial tension thing happening right there. Simultaneously, my mother and a sister from Elevate are over at the tables kind of talking in the lobby with an older white sister. They're talking about racism. She says to my mother and the sister from Elevate, the same prayer the young lady said, we apologize for what we did to your people those years. Wow. What happens is she gets up, leaves that conversation. She overhears the commotion in the restaurant. 
and she knows what's going down. She says, excuse me, manager, I'm going to pay for everybody's food. Let them sit down and eat. See, the spirit of reconciliation, it meant him. Pray for, because it was, listen, it was us being sent into something that was happening out there that God said, I'm going to destroy this. <laughs> I'm going to wow. destroy it out here. Y'all don't even know what I'm sending y'all for, but I'm going to use y'all and let you get in on it later. So God tore that down mm. and eyes brought that city into another place with Christian leaders who now understand, oh, we have to not just champion the cause of Christ, but the cause of Christ for the hope of all of his people. Nobody left out. And so I just feel like God is doing so much more than we could ever imagine when he's sending us to places. And I really feel like we're going to do something on a major level. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, and, and, and I have to say this to you. I remember uh, the Lord saying to me a few years ago, Vanessa, do you really think that what you're doing is about human trafficking? Do you really think that that's yeah. the thing that I've assigned to your life? No, 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 no. That is the impetus. That is the reason you're out there. That is like the tip of the spear. But there's all of these things that are coming against me and my kingdom that I send you with that are tied to your that are tied to your arrow. You're just pricking them with human trafficking. But that's only the tip. There's so much more. When you come in and you and you give you 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 wrap, Pastor Larry, that is and you bring some a plate. That is just the beginning of ministry and praise God. Oh my gosh, this is so, and this is confirmation what you said, because I discerned that spirit when I was up there. I felt it. It was, it was trying to, to come in, but, yeah. but we were there to just, to just to break it away with love because yeah. love just covers and covers and, 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 and there was nothing the enemy could do about it. There was nothing but love all through Carson City Church, everywhere, every place we ate, every waiter, waitress, every person we talked to, we just, we just loved on them. And it was beautiful. It was a wonderful time. Even though I sensed the presence of yes. I yes. sensed it. Yes. But I said, no, 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 you're not taking me in there. You're not no, going to destroy what, uh-uh. No. Okay, we're going to come back. I want to talk. This is really important. I want to talk about what God is doing, because I want people to know you're out there ministering. You're you rap on the corner. You pray. You bring food. You yeah. you minister. But that's not it that you yeah. do more. There's a follow up plan in yeah. place. And so I want to make sure the listening audience hears about this and hears about ways that they can give uh, to what you're doing and support you. So we're going to come right back. And thanks for listening to Love Never Fails Radio. For more information on this program, visit loveneverfailsus.com. That's loveneverfailsus.com. We'll be right back with more right after these messages. Trash bills weighing you down? At Case Industries, we specialize in lowering waste costs and providing trash, consolidation, and compaction services for multifamily properties, condos, and commercial shopping centers. Let us help you reduce operating expenses and increase property NOI. Case Industries, saving the planet, saving you money. Contact us today for a property trash and recycling assessment online at caseindustries.us or call 510-566-4223. That's caseindustries.us or call 510-566-4223. Case Industries, the property manager's friend. Hi, I'm Sandra Herrera, CEO of Case Industries. I've found that many employers are looking for ways to help the community but don't know how. I encourage you to consider supporting Love Never Fails as a corporate sponsor. Love Never Fails offers all the resources necessary to help young women and men overcome the trauma of exploitation and abuse. And that's why I'm proud to have Case Industries supporting Love Never Fails Radio. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. Now, here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, Vanessa Russell. All right, and welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. We're just having a beautiful time with Pastor Clay, with Clay out here, and just uh, talking about 
um, the way that God is not only refreshing the streets with music, with prayer, uh, with um, with just reaching multiple folks that are maybe ha- dealing with human trafficking, maybe dealing with drug addiction, homelessness. Um, but but at the end of the day, a whole world that is that is enduring sin, that is struggling with racism, with a di- division, with um, just, you know, just a, a variety of things. And one thing I heard you saying in the last segment, and I just wanted to point it out, is that, um, you know, because I believe this is a time for revival, and I know you're preaching that and you're talking about it, but what comes with revival is repentance. And I heard that, you know, a couple of people were repenting. Lately, I have been just repenting on behalf of my brothers and sisters. Lord, you know, uh, forgive us. Forgive us for the areas where we, you know, we're holding offense against each other. And so, um, so, you know, maybe you can talk a little bit about what are you doing with, you know, I just want to make sure people know that, Everything we talked about in the last segment is tied to All In Nation and what you're doing. And how does that, you know, what does that look like? What is the vision there? Hey, man. I mean, I, I think we, we're dealing with a God who who has watched her for years. I mean, I think it's Exodus 3, right? He tells Moses, I have heard the cry of my people. Mm-hmm. I have seen their affliction and I know their suffering. So God calls us to enter. And as you said, we come through a portal. You heard the cry, saw the fight, the same thing through the window of human trafficking. Mm-hmm. But it brought you to a world of just hurt <laughs> because yeah. there's so many layers of hurt. There's so many things that lead to the individual thing that got me hurt right now. And so what we're seeing is a world full of sin, a world full of brokenness, a world filled with disconnection from God. So God has called us to the fire. And so I think us going to Carson cities, us going to the streets of Oakland, us showing up in boardrooms to advocate on behalf of is us doing kingdom work. It's on yeah. behalf of the kingdom. It's on behalf. It's, it's Robin Hood. It's what Jesus did. He said, I, I see sheep without a shepherd. I can't yeah. have it like that. I will not allow it. Prepare me a body. I'm going down. And so right. it's this mentality of fighting for others. And it's you're fighting for them because you know this is my fight too. Right? This is right. the human fight, and so I think that's part of how we go to the streets. Like I'm not talking to you down there. Yeah, I'm talking to me in here. I'm 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 you. We we yeah. each other. And this left alone without God's grace coming after us. So that sends us to the streets with a call that's bigger than my rap music. Because they're going to listen. It's just an entryway. I, they, I don't want them to remember me, per se. If you remember me, then I fail. If, if the thing you remember is, oh, he be on the corner. He be, he, he. Right. And no. I want you to say, he be on the corner. He talking about God. You need to go down and listen to him for that reason. Right. I move to that. The food, I want it to be good. But I don't want it to yeah. be the food they serve. And I want it to be, man, you know why they serve food down there? You know what they really doing with that? And so... God has a bigger goal. It's always a because of. And so I think that's what all in nation has become. It's like you've been doing it locally, but this same hurt is around the world. I, mm-hmm. I went to Nova Scotia, Canada uh, the mm-hmm. past few years. COVID, pre- COVID prevented it this year, but like God has taken me to the largest indigenous black community in Canada and shown wow. me over there is over here. Like this is the same. Like, so you're, you, what I called you to do. Is is international, it's universal because it's hurt that has been healed. Talking yeah. to hurt that still hurt <laughs> about mm. the healing that can come into that hurt. So you got an open door. I don't have to wait for a church to book me. I don't have to wait for nobody to fly me. It's me figuring out is it hurt over there? Have I heard a Macedonian call? Is there a doorway? I'm on my way, Lord. <laughs> right. It, I know what's over there when I get there, and I just need yeah. to set up where you show me. And begin to, to, to let this in the atmosphere of people's lives. And he says, my sheep already know my voice. Yes. We're not just talking blank. We're going up to the cast seed on good ground and God is going to cause an increase. And so it's been a great journey to see not only does it work locally, but God has taken us internationally. And this is really the mission of the kingdom. Like this same hurt, sin is trying to reign everywhere. The gospel has overthrown the enemy's reign. And we're going to pronounce that news so people can come out of that bondage into the freedom of Christ. 
Yeah. And, you know, and the thing that I love about you being out there every day and I sense it, I um, one of uh, the pastors at our church, Pastor Crystal, she was on a prayer line yesterday and she was crying because she said that she's had a dream that there were people that were dying all around her and she couldn't tell them she didn't. She had ran out of time about telling them about Christ and she began to cry and and bless her, I, I, you know, my heart was breaking with hers because um, sometimes we don't have that sense of urgency. So the fact that you're out there, wherever it is, in Canada, in Carson City, in, you know, Arizona, in L.A., in, you know, in, 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 in the Bay, wherever you are, you're out there on the daily because, you know, he's not willing that any would perish, right? That's what he says. He's not willing that any would perish. And he wants... You, you know, you're a representation of his very present help in time of trouble. And so so I want in the you know, we only have a few minutes left here, but just in briefly tell us, you know, as you're going forward, you're meeting people there. They, you know, when we were out there in the TL, people came over, they dance with us, you know, but there's more. Right. There's not just that you can offer them. Um, some services. You're looking at forward strategies. Tell us about that. Well, God is partnering with other agencies. Uh, the Bax program that does homelessness and housing and also has a nurse that comes out. She's going to be joining us on the field so that people who, who are living in tents who can't come out sometime even to get the food, we can send a nurse in there to care for and do follow-up, right? So God is helping us be a partner with other agencies in our city because we have to, and I'm going to say this quickly, we have to take the parish model of ministry. The Catholic Church model was everything in this area belongs to us. That's the mentality we got to say. We can't just be a church and go and worship and we go home. No, we say if we worship here, everything around here belongs to us. We got to know every agency. We got to be partners with who's doing what so we can be a great ally, a concierge, if you will, to the services in our community. So the church owes that to the community, not just spiritual care, but the whole care of a person. Amen. Yes. Okay. Well, when we need, we're going to come back, um, I, I want the listening audience to hear about the ways in which they can pour into what you're doing, support what you're doing. We certainly do support you. You know, I want to make sure that people have an opportunity to sow. So we'll be right back. And thanks for listening to Love Never Fails Radio. To join in the fight for love, visit loveneverfailsus.com. Don't go away. Love Never Fails Radio will return right after these messages from our sponsors. This is Dr. Miluna Fausch. I am honored to serve on the advisory board of Love Never Fails, where each voice matters as lives are restored. Thank you for your support. Let's face it, you are making a pitch for something every day. Your verbal communication skills are the key to your professional and personal success. My company, Pitch Perfect Presentations, trains executives, management teams, and startups in delivering consistent, effective, engaging presentations to today's diverse audiences to rev up sales, attract clients and fans, and secure funding. Visit PitchPerfectPresentations.com to schedule your complimentary strategy call with me today. That's PitchPerfectPresentations.com, PitchPerfectPresentations.com. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. Now, here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, Vanessa Russell. Thanks again for listening to Love Never Fails Radio. We want to encourage you to um, just lend your support, lend your heart, lend your 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 resources and your finances to this uh, beautiful ministry that Play has um, is doing every day without fail. Um, how can people can support what you're doing? 
um, people can definitely pray for us as a foundation. Um, some of us may never be able to reach us or even see what we're doing, but your prayers go up and our God hears. Another way is financially supporting us at our website, P-L-A, the number four, H-I-M dot com, P-L-A for him dot com. There's a donate button. You can learn more about the ministry. You can give in various ways. Um, and then there's a way you can reach me by email, Preach Austin at gmail.com and we can personally talk a little bit more you may want to volunteer time you may have resources you may know people in the open community or communities we need to go visit we would love to hear from you about how we can further God's mission and you know one thing I want to say a lot of people have been trying to offer me donations and things like that if you have clothes that would be helpful to somebody who's homeless you can go down there to the park where um, they're ministering and hand out clothes if you want to prepare meals you could coordinate with with uh, Sister Erica Ironicky and bring some things to complement what their menu is. You know, you have the gift of song, the gift of dance. I mean, there's so many things that you can um, offer up. And I, and I can tell you that the people that have um, that I've sent that have gotten involved have been blessed beyond yeah. measure. Their walk with Christ has increased in the level of accountability that they walk in. They've got a visual. This is not a game. This is yeah. serious, right? This is serious. This walk that we got, it's so precious. And uh, this relationship we have is so precious. And we want, you know, like God has called us, he, he's not willing that any would perish. He wants everyone, everyone to receive it. So, Thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting. Thank you for being here, Pastor Larry. We love you. Me and my husband just adore you and your wife, Michelle, and your girls. Pray a blessing over you in health and in finance and ministry just in general. And so I want to just say to any, anyone who's listening today, if you would like to get involved um, in some of the things we're doing at LNF, as you know, we just opened up our youth house. As you know, we're expanding our IT Academy classes. Um, we're, we're online with our community store, store.loveneverfailsus.com. We're doing a bunch of stuff. We're doing a lot of advocacy. You know, you're going to be seeing some posts from me on our page about SB 145, about the Cuties movie that just was launched by Netflix. Uh, there's just a lot of things going on. Check out our website, uh, which is loveneverfailsus.com. Uh, Love Never Fails 5 on Twitter. Love Never Fails Inc. on Facebook. Love Never Fails also on Instagram. We're, we're going to have posts. We're going to have things that you can uh, listen to, get engaged with. Uh, do not um, just listen in. Lean in. Hopefully, guys. God, uh, you prick their hearts to lean into this that is happening that someone might know that they are loved. And if you haven't heard it before and you need to, or you need to hear it again, we want to make sure that you know that you as well are loved. Have a blessed day. Thanks for joining us this week on Love Never Fails Radio. We trust that you've been inspired by these stories of hope and love and that you'll accept our challenge to get involved by contacting us at loveneverfailsus.com, by liking and sharing our Facebook page, Facebook slash Love Never Fails Radio, or by making a contribution directly to Love Never Fails. This program is the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails, which is a donor-supported nonprofit ministry that Vanessa founded as a way of directly impacting the lives of young people who are trapped